What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live in the Tap In studio. Uh, I got a special guest with me. My audience, y'all probably don't know his face, but y'all know his voice. <laughs> y'all know his voice. Glenn, what's up, man? What's going on? Not much, Dante. How are you? Good. How you been, man? Doing well. Doing well. Good, good. So I wanted to bring you on just to show everybody that I do have <laughs> white friends. You know what I mean? I like you, it. It you, me that you, as well. you, you're one of my white friends that okay. I do when I have issues or mm-hmm. somebody that I want to talk to about mm-hmm. a certain issue. You I to go to you. Your, quantify your uh, your point of view, right? What do you mean? Like when you're talking to your, your other white people, like, no, I have a white friend that said this. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, I got white friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> Let me ask you. I mean, I know last time we talked, it was. A lot about you know the the political uh, race and where it was at and mm-hmm. this whole Trump thing. Where are you at now with it? Are you still are you still on the Republican side or have you <clears throat> have you been found? Um, can we can you go let Kristen? Have you, have you been have you been delivered? Um, actually, I've got some concrete at home and some metal poles and some plywood. I'm gonna make a big Trump sign in my front yard. Trump 2020, that way nobody can jump up and steal the sign. (laughs) What what do you mean? What do you mean, Glenn? What do you mean? No, I'm just joking. No, it's just (laughs) people always get their signs stolen out of your yard when you have political yard signs. Trump sign on there? Yeah, a lot. Let me ask you this. This is what I really want to know. What is it about Trump that, that you like or that you, like, agree with? Or is it just because he's... A Republican? No, it's nothing. I mean, like I said, I've said a lot of times. I think that he's over. I mean, he takes it way over the top as far as his Twitter tirades, and he does give people a lot of fuel for the fire. You know, I mean, he mm-hmm. brings a lot of it on himself. Now, some of it they just hate him. I mean, it is sometimes it makes me cringe. Sometimes I think it's funny as hell because you know it's just it's some. It is entertaining. Just, yeah, it is. It's entertaining. But I like that he wants to secure, secure the border. I like that taxes are not high. I like that the economy's humming along, stuff like that. I like, you know, the, um, you know, the freedom of, of religion. I mean, a lot of stuff that he's doing. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, he's not, he's not as, as polished, of a president as we've ever seen. But I like his policy. So why why do we or why do Republicans follow his? His doing? Why do they follow that if they know that he's not as polished? He's not a a, a typical politician. Why do they follow the Republican side? Why are they just because that's just who they rep, or what is it? No, it's, well, it's because they uh, it's because of the principles and the issues that I mean that they that they um, I don't know what you could say. I mean that they're that they're aligned with. I mean, it's their their values and things. I mean, as far as like the economy and stuff like that. That's why that's why they do that. As far as the economy, you know. Your individual liberty, um, right to bear arms, especially is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest salesperson for firearms in the last 10, 12 years has been Barack Obama. What do you mean? Because every time there's someone that leans left and they talk about gun control, like when there's a shooting or something like that and people start talking about you know gun control, gun sales go through the roof. So that's mm-hmm. what I mean by he's the biggest gun salesman. Oh, because he talks against it and then mm-hmm. makes everybody else. It makes them nervous. Makes them want to make sure that if, you know, hey, if I don't have, you know, my second or third AR or their first whatever, then they go out and grab one and buy one because they're afraid that they may not be available, you know, 
when when it comes time where they are ready. Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> but I wouldn't. I mean, I guess since I moved to Texas, like I'm I'm for having guns. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I for agree. I'm for having guns. Like everybody should have a gun, especially people. Especially, I mean, as for the African American community, I think that in you know in the African American communities, wow, African American community, I think everybody should have one. I think you know the head of the household should all have one to protect themselves. Absolutely, I I agree with you more because it, it is a lot of crazy white dudes out here that that are that <laughs> yeah. are that are yeah. going around shooting people. You're right, downtown, you know, in Chicago and <laughs> the project stuff. That's who they worried about for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the white most people are not. not here's the thing about mm. black people. Mm. We probably we will probably kill somebody black before we kill anybody yeah. white. Any any murder, it's 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 rare. It, it's it's about vicinity. Homicide, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's rare that homicide is is interracial. It's always, I mean, that's why the cops, you know, if if one of my family members comes up dead, you know, my wife, something happens to her, the first place they're going to come look is say, hey, uh, you know, Glenn, uh, where were you? They're going to ask me because it's always, I mean, I watch enough of Investigation Discovery to know what's going on. Investigation Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> but you know how to, you know how to get away with it too then. No, I don't think you'd ever have to worry about that. Why? I don't ever plan on shooting anybody. Oh, okay, good. So why do you need all those guns? Just in case. Just in case. So let me ask you this. When when T.I. had all those guns, mm-hmm. they still found, well, that was because it was he had a, some other charges, right? But him as a American citizen, mm-hmm. you didn't find any fault in that with him having those guns, right? As long as he's legal to have guns, no. I mean, I don't. I'm not familiar with the case of, with Ti with this with the guns, but I mean, if you're le- legally allowed to have one, I don't care who you are. You should have a gun. Like I said, especially in the in that black community, I mean, every head of household should have a gun. Because I mean, if there's a lot of crime, if you're in an area where there's a lot of crime, you know, if you're you know, and there's certain areas like we just talked about Chicago, if you don't have a gun, you know, you're a sitting tar- you're a sitting duck. All these people walking into stores and shooting up the place. If a bunch of people in there had a gun, I mean, the church here in Fort Worth. The guy walks in with a shotgun. He shoots one guy. One person actually drew his pistol and was aiming at him, but couldn't get it out of the holster and mm-hmm. had it like this and got shot in the chest. And another guy who was like, who was trained, I think he taught class or something. I'm not sure. He was a marksman for sure. He shot the guy from about 50 feet away in the head. Single shot. Boom. Dropped him. I thought it was the guy. It was because it was like two guys. No, in that, the church of Fort Worth? Yeah. One guy walked in. It was a... He was crazy. Yeah, I, I know because it was like one guy that was in front of him. That's the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he shot, shot him. One, he shot and one then guy was, sitting in the pew. And then as soon as he shot the uh, one of the guys, because he walks down the uh, down the side aisle up against the wall, shoots a guy sitting that was here. directly in back, right? Well, not in behind in back, like halfway up. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy back behind him stands up and starts to draw, and he turns around and shoots him in the chest. Oh, and then see. another guy over here, even further away, popped him. Oh, shot, see, yeah. I thought it was a guy because it was two guys like in the back mm-hmm. that uh, you could tell that they worked there. Mm-hmm. That first guy who was, as soon as you walk up the back aisle, he was the one that got, that got shot in the chest that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Then I thought it was another guy like right next to him. Once he shot him, then he shot. And I was, yeah. And, and for that reason, you should. So why do they need those signs? Why did they, you know, those what si- signs? The signs where it says you can't, can't carry? Yeah. Because. I'll tell you why. Because there are a certain group of people, and they're not on the right side of the aisle. They're on the left, that put these signs up 
you know, it's it's a no carry gun gun free zone. Mm-hmm. I talked to you about this before. The crazy guy in Colorado that shot up the theater at the Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. They asked him, "Why did you go to this theater and not this one?" Like, oh, it's because this this theater had a had a, a no gun sign. No, this the theater he went to had a gun free zone sign. The other one allowed you con- to conceal ser- conceal carry, so they knew oh, that he knew so that he goes somebody, in there shooting somebody to get him. Somebody might. Uh, when I go to the movie theater, I always sit in the back. When I go to a restaurant, I always sit with my back, you know, to the wall facing the door. I don't ever. I mean, oh, that's like interesting. That. I didn't I didn't know that was the reason. I didn't know that was the reason why he went to that theater. Well, I mean, that's what I... That's what he read. said? Well, that's what I read, and that's what supposedly the interview said. But, you know, there's a lot of fake news going on, so yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell what's real and what's not anymore. So let me ask you this. What made you start becoming a Republican? Well, it's just my upbringing, really. I mean, just the values. I mean, my dad's a preacher, so, you know, you got to think a very religious upbringing is going to be usually leans more to the right. Okay, and Christian's here. Come on, come on in. Come on in, Christian. Yeah, just just swap seats. Cause me and Christian had a um, yeah. Use those headphones. Those right there. Yeah, yeah. Cause me and Christian had a uh, a conversation uh, last week about um, about the whole Democratic and Republican Party about you know certain different issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to bring them back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I want to get, I got like I really want to get both sides of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's going on or how you feel about it? Um, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Let me get you. Hold on. Let me get you something. Here, here, man. Take a little small little. What's this called? A chronic break? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if it's chronic. <laughs> what you want? I got some other stuff too. Come on, we still rolling, but let's go. What you want? All right. Oh, this is perfect. That's her. Yeah. Hold on, let me get some ice. So yeah, I wanted to um, I wanted to bring Christian in just so we can have you know the different points, the different sides, and just have have you know this a good good conversation about. Because my, my question that I asked, um, my question that I asked last time was, um, why are Democrats or why are black people so loyal to the Democratic Party? Like, I really want to know really why they're so loyal to it. And, and then I want to ask you, why are you so loyal to the Republican side? I wouldn't really say that I'm loyal to the Republican side. I'm more conservative. I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, the Democrats now, or the, rather the Republicans now, are a lot of them, they've kind of separated. You know, you've got what the, the establishment is, mm-hmm. which is all the politicians and things that are there right now that are fighting Trump. They hate him. There's a lot of Republicans that absolutely hate him. So why won't they speak out against him then? Because he's the president, and he's still, no, wait, he's, he's, he's a Republican president. He's conservative, so they still are more aligned with him, even though they don't like him. I think it's more of just a, I don't like his attitude and his demeanor, his decorum, or lack of, mm-hmm. um, compared to what the alternative is on the left. But if you don't like, if you don't like, what is it not, I mean, of course, his attitude or, you know, his bravado, whatever, they don't like, mm-hmm. but what policies are you putting in place 
that that is actually helping the Republicans where they won't speak out against him. Well, I mean, it's just the economy's going well. I mean, he's he is a he's very pro uh, business, and that helps the economy because when people are afraid, like for instance, <clears throat> I know you're. A Bernie Sanders person. I, I'm not a but, Bernie Sanders person. Okay. I believe in Killer Mike. That's Killer what it Mike. is. Okay. I believe in Killer right. Mike, and who, I, I trust Killer Mike more than Bernie Sanders. Okay. So, all right. Well, I'll put it this way: <laughs> is if you have a candidate who says who says I am a Democratic Socialist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw a picture one time, and it shows a picture of Bernie Sanders, and he's pointing to a pile of shit. And it says socialism, and then he says, "Look," and then it says democratic socialism. It's just a pile of shit with sprinkles on it. It's the same thing. You just put sprinkles on it. It's the same thing. The problem is, is with the with the economy. If businesses and corporations know that they're going to get taxed outrageously and have all these restrictions put on them, then they don't invest and they don't create more jobs. They don't grow. I mean, it stifles it, it stifles um, productivity, and that's why. You got a guy that's a businessman. He's all about, you know, helping corporations, helping businesses, and they do. They grow, and they. that's why the economy is humming along so well. But my question is, and I asked this to you um, earlier, how long does it take for us, like, one, can a president, or I think I asked Mike this, how, how long does it take for us to see the impact of a, a sitting president? Uh, it depends. Because it's like... We don't know if this just is a a byproduct of something that that Barack did, mm. or is this something that because you know the 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 um, the actual stock market is taking the tank right now as we speak because of the virus stuff, yeah, I know. Yeah, so it's like how strong is the economy with him in him in uh, in office? Well, I think <clears throat> I think there's a there's a, a whole lot of like. Picking and choosing what he wants to take credit for. Exactly. Because if, if we're being serious about it, the unemployment rate has been dropping consistently since Obama took office. Mm-hmm. So, and if you re- if you really look at that um that graph for the projection of how things would drop, Trump Trump's time in office is just right in line with what 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 it was projected to be. Anyways, I don't really think it's much of what Trump is actually doing is dropping it. I think. It's a statistic that they can look up and say, "Hey, here's something that's good that we can use to further campaign and say why you you've been effective." There's what what if his policies are specific uh, fiscal policies that have been beneficial for lowering, um, you know, the unemployment rate, and then and then even unemployment rate. He doesn't people, have pe- any. people play these statistic games, right? He doesn't have any. They play these games where it's like, okay. The unemployment rate's really low. Does that actually mean that upward mobility is high? Does that actually mean that that poverty is low because you can have hey everybody can be unemployed if we all make a dollar an hour <laughs> exactly everybody wouldn't mind hiring an extra person if they're making a dollar exactly. an hour yeah, and i think one of the i think one of the reasons though. i think one of the reasons why um why at least with like millennials why bernie is so popular is you got to consider the fact that we're at a time where more we're, we're the most educated group by numbers right and our degrees mean far less and our degrees were far more expensive to acquire as compared to our parents or our grandparents mm. so we're, we're spending more you know what I'm saying we're spending more to get a degree that's going to get us less and there are going to be less jobs available and the jobs that are available are going to actually pay us less than you know what we're going to be able to get with that money is less so I think when you consider that like what who cares if the uh, 
employment is high how are people actually living what's the quality of life and i think that's a better question i don't think trump's really increased the quality of life in this country he has it i i really i really i really don't know what he's done and nobody nobody can tell me exactly okay this is what he done this is the impact these are the results there's nobody who can say oh yeah this is what he did i watched a pretty sweet video the other day of the wall though the the really big wall that was going to be in, impenetrable and all this and it was some uh some teenagers climbing over it I, it was I pretty hilarious <laughs> i seen that too because it took them what seconds yeah <laughs> they climbed up the wall and then somebody said something and then they climbed right back down and ran yeah, it was, they, it was, they saw border patrol yes he was like what why are we spending all this money why why is he spending all this money on this wall what is what it is about this wall that he's so infatuated with I don't know. It's the voter base. uh, Yeah. Voter base, yeah. That's kind of like on the left. The voter base, like I said, hey, if if the Democrats thought that those people crossing the border and their children would one day vote for Republicans, that wall would be 100 feet tall, and it would be all the way – it would be probably out about three or four miles out into the Pacific Ocean on the coast of California. I don't, I don't think I don't think Democrats are as anti-Republican as Republicans are Democrats. Yeah, I think Democrats have the stuff they focus on, and that's that. I don't think they'd be building a wall. It's a waste of it's a waste of money. It's a, it's a waste <laughs> of time. Then, then what, then let me ask you this: What is the solution then for uh, for illegal immigration? What do we? It's do? not the number one concern in this country. That's the that's the trick. It's a it's a it's a. It doesn't matter if it's the number one concern. But what do you mean? What do we do? I mean, if, if immigration, it I'm not saying it's the number one or number two concern, but what is the solution then to keep illegal immigration in check? I think I, th- I think asking what the solution is puts us in a situation where we have to answer that question now. I think I think there's always problems. We could argue about how to make the soil richer in Kansas. It's a problem because Kansas can't produce as many apples as California. That's a problem. Is it the number one problem in the country? It's not. We can make any issue. and it, We can go to Kansas right now. Californians have the best soil. What do we need to do to get you guys soil and get you into the farming game? You can make anything an issue. It doesn't mean that it's, it's the number. When I was walking around prior to Trump running for president, I didn't have a lot of people going, God damn, bro, you know what's killing me? These Mexicans, immigrants, <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah, oh Jesus, that's not those. Those are not relevant issues for people's day to day. Let me tell you what it is. It's about voter base. You can always, you can always decide. You can always see who is important by who comes out to vote abnormally, <clears throat> right? So, for example, during uh, for Barack Obama, you saw young people come yes. out and vote at levels that was not seen before, right? Yeah. You also saw an uptake in, in blacks voting, right? Yep. Now for Trump, you saw an uptake. In poor whites voting, and the thing about the thing about poor people in general Why? is they tend to have a victim mentality. They tend to have a somebody has has to be the problem for where I am, you know, mentality. And and I think Mexicans make a very easy scapegoat. They're one of the fastest growing minorities in the country, <laughs> right? So so I mean. It's no different than when we had Black Wall Street. They were trying to figure out how the hell do we get these 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 black people out of here. Burn this shit down. Yeah. So it's it's a very similar situation. There there are anxieties that are coming today as a result of um, changing structures of this country. And there's always going to be a scapegoat. At one point, it was the Italians or the Irish people. That's part of coming to this country and growing in it is that you're going to have a period of 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 uh, kickback for being here and getting established. And right now. 
unfortunately it's the Latinos and that that you know you can make a poor white person feel better by saying that's the reason why you are where you are and you can you can target their sensibilities it, and get I'm their votes you, it's like, it's, by building a wall and that is what it was this is something i know will get you to come out and vote and none of these republic these all these republicans have too much class to deal with your particular issues but i will make your issues a big issue and then i'll get your support but it's not a big issue in the bigger scheme of things because it's really I can tell you what those, the, you want me to tell you what who illegal immigration affects most is the African-American community. Why? Please tell me. Yeah, please tell me how. I'll tell you why. Yeah, please. Because those jobs that are coming in here, like they'll go into into What jobs, though? No, I'm talking about when they come in and they fill these jobs. What jobs? jobs, The jobs, whatever jobs that they take. I'm I'm saying, I don't... What jobs do they take? I know. They be lawyers and doctors and everything. I know, because... No, but what I'm saying is the people that are coming across the border, all of these jobs that are being, that they're filling could be filled by other people here in the United States. Right, but every so everybody says that, right? I've I've heard that before, but I'm like, okay, so what jobs what jobs do we want that the Mexicans are taking or illegal immigrants are taking? What jobs do we want? Landscaping jobs? Do we want like I don't I don't, I don't know. For me, I always see Hispanics like hardworking people, like they yeah, go in, they go in yeah, hustle. Yeah. So those jobs that they're taking is not is not where black people are like. Man, I wanted to. I wanted to do that. I wanted to go sell those fucking oranges on that Let on me, that on that corner. Who, or, who who filled those jobs before we had a massive influx of illegal immigration? It's white people and black people both. Poor, poor. Wait, 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 wait. Working class, working class, white people and black people, and working class white people have not had a lot of representation. So once again, this is a working class white person issue. It is not. It it is not. Uh, a a middle class issue by by law you know by and large and it is not an issue for so, every race in the country. Ask, go ahead, no, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I'm saying that he, he's touching on a good so, point, but it's not black people. So let me ask you, let me ask you this. So you think Bush is doing black people a favor by getting illegal immigrants out of the way because those jobs Bush. we're being? I mean, not Trump. Bush, Trump. You think Trump is is doing black doing, people I'm a favor? Doing the whole country a favor. Let, no, white, white let, people, let these are not white. These are this. not jobs that white it, people want. Let me ask want. you this. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Is it illegal to come to the country without without permission? Yes, it's breakers? illegal. Okay. I mean, but everybody thinks the same. That's okay. I don't think legality. I don't. I don't think current legality is a good argument because legality moves and it and it changes and it ebbs and it flows. Well, let me that's ask a, you this: so, it's based so off laws if, and policies. Yeah, that's if, ridiculous. You know, no, it's not that's ridiculous. ridiculous. You could have made an argument. You could have made an argument just some 40, 50, 60 years ago. Is it not illegal for this black person to drink from this water fountain? And you would have been good. And you'd yeah. be like, it, yes, yeah. And yeah. Thank you, Democrats, for those Jim Crow laws. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, that's where they came from. But no, what I'm saying is, is it is illegal to come in to the country and break in the country illegally, right? It is. Okay. But everybody seems to overlook that. And they're like, oh, well, why don't we, we should just let everybody in. I tell you what, just open I'm saying, gates and see I, what I, happens. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying let everybody in. I'm saying, yes, there needs to be rules and laws and, you know, an order for people to come over here. I just, I'm saying it needs to just be a little bit more lenient. It needs to be a little bit more lenient. If you have your paperwork in order, you haven't been convicted of any crime over in um, in whatever country you're coming from, then you just want to make a better way for your your family. Yeah, come on in. This is the American way. But this is this is this is why America is the way it is. But that's not what's happening, Dante. They're coming here seeking asylum. Okay, once they figured out that you could come and say I'm seeking asylum for political persecution or whatever, 
they the political asylum cases have skyrocketed two to three hundred percent. And here's what happens. I'll tell you what happens. They come over here. They're seeking asylum, and then they get a court case for maybe a year or two later, mm-hmm. or even further. And then what happens? They never show up. They just stay. Okay. So you're saying, oh yeah, so, we should just let them. This is not a poor white people no. issue. Okay. This is a country issue. What you're trying to make it out to be is like, oh yeah, this is just something you gotta you gotta make somebody pissed off at somebody and 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 make them feel like a victim and, and point. I mean, it's all it's like Hitler saying, hey, the the Jews are all the the source of all our problems. That's exactly what it's like. No, no, no. What I, and what I'm saying it's is ridiculous. The the asylum people are not the people that are actually climbing the wall and come over here. Those people, the people who actually go to court, get a court date, those are not the people that the wall is going to stop from getting over here. The, yeah, I'm I, saying that wall, is, that wall is to stop people who who illegally are trying to get over here. You mean to say something? When you have a wall, what did they do? What did they do before Trump? Huh? What did they do before Trump? What do you mean? What did they illegal, do illegal, illegal immigrants? What did they do before Trump? How did they get over here before Trump? They did the same thing. They crossed the border. Okay, so like so you before. think the wall is going to stop them? It's going to slow it down. Let me tell you what happens. <laughs> Let me tell you what happens. What they do I is say they put can that focus money into, uh, into, into hiring more officers on the borders. You know, whatever the that'll boost is. the economy. Yeah, it would. But I'm telling you, whatever the case is, I mean, they're asking. He's asking for what twenty five billion. I don't, do you know how often they a spend? Lot of money. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a lot of money, but yet they'll spend um, what a billion dollars on a website for the Affordable Care Act that doesn't work. The website shut down. I mean, you, they spend money, tons of money on everything, but they don't want to do this. And the reason that the Democrats don't want to do it is not because they give a shit about anybody crossing that border. It's because it's all about optics, just like what Christian's saying. Oh, the Republicans just have to have an enemy here, and that's what Trump is doing is he's demonizing the, the people that are crossing the border. Okay? Let me tell you. I can tell you a story. People come here, and they have children anchor babies right mm-hmm. and then they'll go get snap and wick and every other type of welfare for their kids and it was like oh well illegals can't get uh benefits and, and and help from the government yeah they can they do it through their kids they have three or four kids and then they go get these social services and the amount that i because i know people who do this mm-hmm. okay they work and then they complain man i spent they took like 50 dollars out of my check mm-hmm. man that's just amazing they took golly that's a lot but this same person is getting 450 dollars a month and food stamps for his kids. You're in the you're you're in the negative right there just on that stuff. So here's here's my issue, right? When it comes to like food stamps and it comes to government assistance, everybody always saying, "Oh yeah, they need to get up and work. They need to do this, and they need to just stop taking advantage of the system." But nobody has a problem with those a mob guys or Italian guys they were selling drugs they were stealing gas they were doing all this and they were able to legalize their money in casinos into who, different who doesn't have a problem with that I don't I'm have, saying I don't like it, it. why is that not a big my, issue my question is why is that not a big issue They, peop, they those mob people like some of them have been you know I guess kind of rectified or been been all set in prison but now they're been, they've been able to legalize their money based off of something they did illegal why is that not a big issue why is everybody pointing their finger at the people who are on welfare who get food stamps the lower in the lower people that are impoverished that they need a hand up they need a leg up they need help look i don't have a problem with giving people a hand up and help i mean i don't have a problem with that at all okay but when you come here and you abuse the system i mean whether you're from here in the united states or overseas when you abuse the system because you we've talked about this before you know people who abuse the system i've abused it before 
Exactly. I mean, I was going to say it. I was going to say that. I wasn't going to say it. Listen, I needed a little bump. You know what I mean? I needed just. I needed a little. You said so you need a little bump. No, no, no. I'm saying. I was in between jobs, you know what I mean? I was trying to just trying to just survive. So I needed to take advantage of I needed to take advantage of the uh of the system. I needed to take advantage of the system. You know what I mean? Just to give me just to get me by, just to get me through. You know, like you know what I mean? Like but said, it's, it's, it's not I have, a, I have a question though, which is as, as we're talking about all the like welfare and everything like this. So why let's put things in perspective, right? By and large, whites make up the majority of this country. Yes. They also make up the vast majority of welfare users, mm. WIC, right? All of these things. So I would imagine that if I would imagine that if they make up the majority of users, they also probably make up the majority of abusers. Mm. Why why do we need to build a wall to focus on knocking out, you know, welfare fraud and and lowering and lowering the cost of who, you know, who's getting welfare. Why do we focus on the smallest portion of that and not the largest? Once again, because it is a poor white issue. Because you would literally if, if you really if you really wanted to if you really wanted to make it about, hey, we got too many people on welfare and we got too many people taking advantage of the system, let's take by and large, I would attack the biggest group doing it. Mm. But then that's your voter base. Come on, bro. It's politics. And the people, who, the people. Now, let me tell you. Let me explain something to you. These are people who are United States citizens. Black Americans and white Americans are citizens who have a right to abuse the system. Not to abuse the system. <laughs> not to abuse the system. Okay. People who are abusing says I've never said you're acting looking at me like oh oh you think it's okay to abuse the system. I never said that. <laughs> I was people, trying to catch people, you. People, <laughs> no, yeah, you were, but you're not going to. People who abuse the system. I don't care if you're white, black, green, yellow, pink, purple, should not be allowed to abuse the system. Period. And if you come here. From over, from overseas or wherever you're coming from, and then you abuse the system. No, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. So what? what okay, what costs let, more? Let, 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 let's let's quantify. Let's, what costs let's, more? What, what what costs more? The seventy percent of people here, and what 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 the co- what the losses are on them abusing it, or the you know the fifteen to twenty percent of people coming here, and their their abusers which one costs more because to me that's where you find the priority and what's which one is is causing you to hemorrhage faster right so if i if i have a shotgun wound on one side and i got a little pencil cut on the other what do i want to get plugged up faster and i think that's a question that's why i keep saying once again this was a a a voter based priority this was not any type of fiscal or financial priority because if you wanted to if you really wanted to knock it out <laughs> and solve the problem that way you wouldn't have had to target such a small portion of the country in in terms of who's receiving welfare you know you mean to tell me what the percentage of white people are that actually get benefits social security or social benefits and stuff i don't like i don't want to i don't want to know what percentage of white people receive it i want to know out of the people who receive it what percentage is white that's two different stats do you get what I'm saying? The, per- the percentage of them that receive it is like twelve or fourteen percent of white people that receive. It. I don't want to know how many. What percentage of white people receive help? I want to know out of all the people that receive help, how many of them are white? Because that number is the majority. No, no. Well, whatever. Uh, take the take the take the look at the census. Question. Figure out how many white people there are in the country by the Census Bureau. But they don't. And then look at twelve percent of that. But all of them, all of them don't don't get help. All of them don't receive food stamps. And no, all what that. I'm saying is, but is it's if a, you have two hundred million white people in the country mm-hmm. and twelve percent of them are on welfare. Then that's what I'm saying. But the, but when you look at just welfare, I'm talking. I'm talking welfare. About when you just pull out just the welfare stats, though that twelve percent. Might might actually the people who are on welfare might actually be seventy percent 
that of are all white. of the users who use welfare. That's, that's, that might that's be seventy percent when you yeah, just do the welfare. It is. It's, it's higher on the black. I mean, on the white uh, side of the aisle, because there's a lot more white people in the country. Exactly. So that that's why I go back to saying, if we really wanted to look at welfare and where there's loss in welfare and where there's waste or where you know where we're hemorrhaging money in welfare, I would imagine that if whites make up the majority of welfare users, they probably also make up the majority of welfare abusers. It's, want, it's a simple can, mathematical, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, a, you know. No, I know, I know so, what you're saying. So if that was your real focus, if that was your real, if that was your real focus, hey man, this is costing us so much money because these illegals are coming here, they're getting this welfare, they're getting this and that and the other. If, if finding waste in welfare and, and lowering waste in welfare was your goal, why build a wall? See what I'm saying? They don't correlate. It, it, they don't correlate. Look, One is very just, racially it's focused, not just man. About, it's not just about welfare, Christian. What else is it about? It's also about people that are coming here that are committing crimes as mm. well. You have people that come over here that drive drunk, <laughs> commit crimes, mm-hmm. you know, kill people, stuff like that. And there's no way to really vet them because you don't know who they are. They, but, I mean, they got, they got Americans that do all that, too. They got people who are citizens. But does that make it right to import more people to no, do no, that, it, though? It doesn't make it right. But if somebody is trying to escape from being impoverished, what, what is, what is, what's wrong with letting them be over here? If they're trying to escape being impoverished? Yeah, impoverished or they, they're escaping they asylum. Because they have a much higher rate of being dependent on the system and getting social services. So I mean, you can't just open your gate, your so, gates to the entire world and say, but if "Hey, everybody illegal, who has a problem." But if they're illegal, but if they're illegal, how are they going to get? How are they going to get those benefits? How are they going to abuse the system? I told you how You're talking about through the kids. The system. Yeah, through their kids. They and there's other ways to do okay. it as well. So if if the the kid has to be a certain age for you to be able to receive benefits, right? I don't know. I've never been on it. Never had my kids on it. You okay, tell, so tell so, me about it, Dante. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying once you, you can't you can't be a 13 year old or a 10 year old and get welfare you can't you i mean i mean you can't get any benefits you can get food stamps how would you get food stamps are you 12 14 no, i'm old? saying what i'm saying is the parents i've seen it happen okay Even so how do you so maybe papers, so maybe that needs okay them. so maybe that needs to be the new policy you have to be a certain age and have worked a certain amount of years in order for you to qualify to get food stamps or get welfare or get anything like that. So that so that way. Good luck getting that passed. So why, why not though? Why because why people, would a teenager because, because why would listen, a teenager? No, I'm not talking or, about teenagers asking or for kid. it. I'm not talking about teenagers asking for it. They're not the ones asking. It's the parents going to get it. Right, but or, I'm saying the parents if they're illegals. Yeah. They don't have proper documentation to even be in the country. So how would they even get government assistance if don't they know. don't have it? I don't know. And but then I if have, you, I know people who do. Okay, so so maybe that needs to be the policy. They the if the the parents, if you don't have legal documentation, I don't even know why that's need to be policy. That should just be common sense. Hey, Dante, if you don't have legal I what, documentation, I nominate you, you to go head up that movement, <laughs> and you will be called every name in the book. By your party, I promise you, because you will be a racist. You will be an uncle. I'll be a racist. Trust me. If you go talk, start talking about taking people off welfare because they're illegal, yeah, you'll be a vic- you, you'll be a target for sure. I, I don't even see. I, I, maybe I, I just don't understand why would that? How would I be a racist? Is that's that's isn't that the law? Like you have to be crossing the border illegally to, is the law as well. But we already debunked that that doesn't matter. 
Right, but if you get over here, you can make it over here. Yeah, come on over, right? If you can get over here, but you're not going to be able to benefit off of our 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 laws. You're not or our rights. You're not going to be a benefit you're off gonna, our rights. You're basically not going to be able to welch off of the system. Is what you're saying, right? Yeah, so you what I'm come over here, to, come over here by your own risk dude, and hustle and, and get on. Yeah, I agree with do you. That. I agree with you. But what I'm telling you, like Christian and I were talking about the other day, we were talking about a subject. He says the practicality of it. It's not practical. It won't happen. Trust me. The politicians that pander to these groups and these people will be. Oh hell no! There's no way in hell you're going to take this away from our voting. I heard that. Re- I heard that the the Republicans pander more to illegal. <laughs> To not illegal immigrants, but to immigrants, I seen I seen a uh, a video that soon as soon as the immigrant, soon as they came out of the um, I don't know what the office is, but when they got their rights or when they just became citizens, they were met on the curb with voter registrations. Yes, yeah, soon as they became legal citizens, they were met right on the curb with. Um, with uh, pamphlets to to voter registration. Hey, go ahead and, and sign up to the, be a Republican. I've never I, seen or heard that. But I you do, never no, you I never have. heard that. No, I never, if never you, seen or heard that. I guarantee you, it's some you sort go to of YouTube committee. No, no, you go to YouTube. You will be able to see it. It's where soon as legal illegal immigrants get their citizenship. Republicans are out there with pamphlets. There's no such thing as an illegal immigrant getting their citizenship. Okay, here's here's the process. Well, they were illegal. They went through the. They went through the process. They were just immigrants at that point. They're 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 immigrants immigrants at that point. Immigrants. They have a green card, and then they they get their citizenship. I don't know what the time. They have. It's five years. Okay. My wife did it. It's five years. She got a green card, and then she goes. Oh, so your wife was an illegal immigrant? No, she got her green card. Okay. And she stayed. She came here green card and then citizenship and that's the way it works you get your green card okay come here on a visa you get a green card it allows you to stay and work and then after you've been here for five years you're allowed to apply and take the citizenship test but how do you how do you get your green card you have to go and apply for it i mean we went to it like they had a a dallas they had a program here in dallas Uh called the dallas office rapid adjustment it was a pilot program Okay. Which the which the it's basically it's Dora Dallas Office Rapid Adjustment. So it's called the Dora Program. Okay. Like Dora Explorer. Exactly. That's what it is. I'm serious. That's what it was called. Okay. So you go get your you get your green card and then but no but I mean that's no different than the Democrats going door to door and registering people to vote and going and getting a bus and going to pick people up and taking them to vote. The What's Democrats wrong with do, that? Democrats do the same thing. They go and they solicit people to 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 sign go up, out to and vote. No, yes, not, the, not just to go out and vote, but I'm talking – but that's not really an issue. But the main issue is is they go out and they go door to door and they solicit like, hey, you know, we're registering people to vote. Same thing. So, I mean, they're always – both sides do that. Okay. Back to my plan. Black people need to register as independent. I agree with you there. And do their own thing. I agree. Not even not, – let me not just say black and white because I don't want to make it a black and white issue. Sure you don't. I think <laughs> poor people under a certain – Tax bracket need to all be independent. They need to just what we need. We need white people who make under a certain amount to to join us in this fight and be independent. Because the same thing that we're going to be demanding <clears throat> from Republicans and Democrats will actually benefit them as well. You know, the independents are more and liber- libertarian yeah, is what we talked about last week. Well, that's what we liber- libertarian. libertarians fall into that independent yes. more more so than anybody. Um, you know, Christian. 
um, the libertarians are more they're fiscally conservative and they're socially more forget like left leaning I guess you could say they're like hey you know if you know like a lot of the the far right they're like no homosexuality no transgender blah 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 okay hey, and then Chris, you got then you got the left <laughs> then you have the the left which is socially they're like hey they're all for that right um, and then you have the independents that are just like hey you can do whatever you want you can live your life and do whatever you want in your bedroom whatever you want to do it's your thing but my money should be you know they're more um, they're more um, fiscally conservative generally generally that's the way they are which if you think about it it's like it's like liberty on both ends socially don't tell me how to be and don't tell me how to run my business either. It's, it's really just like yeah, money, just, right? just less less control all around. Was that that would that what Republicans want too? You know, most Republicans do want that. I mean, they're more. A lot of them. You have a lot of the that are on the further right. They're more um, traditional values and stuff, and I fall in that line as well. You know, my, whatever. But whatever people want to do on in their life, I don't care. You know, they can do what they want. I mean, I'm not here to judge anybody. I got my own set of problems and my own shortcomings, right? Mm-hmm. But when you start doing stuff like, I think what really gets it is your average typical, even far right. Well, I don't say far right, but kind of, you know, like 70% to the right, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah. They're accepting of, of, of social issues. I mean, they'll accept it. They may not like it, right? But they're accepting of it. But once you start doing the stuff like you're allowing men to go in women's restrooms because they identify as a man and stuff and the whole transgender issue. You know, when we were kids, Dante, you didn't have people that were like oh i'm transgender oh i'm this oh i'm that like you know you know what i'm saying i mean mm-hmm. when you're a kid i mean you're a little younger than i am but you didn't have this but now that it's out there in your face every you know everybody's like you know they they they're identifying as as i don't know whatever gender they are now so yeah, but they didn't do that before when we were kids. i got a question on that because i, oh, I yeah. think it's really interesting so look mm-hmm. which which situation is scarier for you to imagine you're like young child being in you have a you have a, a young daughter in Walmart going to use the restroom, right? And a person comes in who appears to be a woman to her. So she just, you know, mentally registers that as, as a woman. But that person is a trans woman. So that person has a, you know, whatever. So it used to be yeah. a man. Yeah, is, is currently a woman. And is viewed as a woman a and, can, and can be... <laughs> You know, would, unless they told you otherwise, you would assume was a woman. Goes to use that restroom. Does that bother you more, or does some guy coming in with a a beard? You know, what I'm saying a deep voice and all this, but because they started off as a woman, that's the restroom they're supposed to use. See, when people notice what he said, he said, "Oh, now we got men wanting to use women's restrooms." Not the case. We got trans people wanting to use the restroom that represents what they are. Because if you really think about it, when I go to a men's restroom, everyone around there. I don't really know what their genitals are, to be honest. I don't know what they started off at, like, you know, but but just from an eye check, man, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Tr- mm-hmm. Trans trans men passed that eye check too. They, I, I went to I went to I went to school with, uh, so I, I'm not gonna say the name or whatever, but I, I used to remember like we would like all go out and she would be like, no, you know, I ain't trying to go, whatever, you know, like her little group of friends, like they would all go, she wouldn't want to go. Like one time she came out with this very very uncomfortable had on a dress and everything i didn't catch on to what it was one day they had a conversation with me and they were like well you know i'm i'm a um i'm a guy and i was like what like, you have a girl's name you're, what do you mean you're a guy and i was like you, you mean you're like you're, you're gay like you like women they're like i mean i do like women but that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i'm a guy i did not get that that was like my freshman year of college i come back junior year of college 
right? <laughs> and this person is it has, has you know has transit. I mean, they got they got a beard and their voice is changing, and they've joined the weightlifting team, and and, and now at this point has a girlfriend unless they told you i used to be a girl you would never know has changed her name to a man's name it operates like a man that, but does but it so operate did that person well the thing is they're not going in know. the bathroom having sex it's no, all no. you know like which one is scarier for you do you want that you know would you want what looks like a man for your daughter to be like ah in the bathroom because it used to be a a, a woman is now a man so you want them in the bathroom with your daughter or do you want men who are like yo if i go in the men's bathroom they might kick my ass i look like a woman though so i'm gonna be in here with the women Tell you what, i'd rather not have either one in the bathroom with my daughter i mean and there's nothing wrong with that that's just my my personal opinion you know my, my question is this doesn't function though when they get all the surgery i mean i would guess so you know well, you know what's really curious dante is you know that playboy had a transgender playmate recently right I didn't know yeah, uh, they did. I mean, from what I've read, and I'm like, I'm like, man. I mean, I'm like morbidly curious, you know, to see what the doctors were able to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can, you know, you can Google. I'm not gonna die. You might, no, I don't. You don't want, want that. He ain't as curious as he's saying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that curious. No. You can Google it and see. Slightly okay. less than morbidly curious. Just <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> no, I'm just like you know. No, but like I said, man, I really wouldn't want any either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much where I draw the line when they like all these, I mean, when it comes to that, I mean, you can do what you want with your life, but you know, but when it comes to like the whole, like dudes going into the restrooms and stuff, because mm-hmm. you do have some guys and I know what Christian is saying. Christian saying like, Hey, do you want a guy that comes in there with a beard saying, Hey, I identify as a woman. And that's a lot of what's happening. You have guys that say, Oh, I identify as a woman. There's no transition or no hormone therapy. Why do we say that's a? Why do we say that's a lot of what's happening? Is 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 that like? Have we run the numbers on that? That's a lot of what's happening. Bearded guys who are just like, I'm a woman today, about to go use the women's restroom. Or do, like, I honestly, I would think it's. I, I would think people who like, I would think it's it's more so people who are worried about, who who have gone the extra step to make that transition, being worried about like, you know, am I safe in the bathroom I'm going into? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go in with either one. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm. And where I should guess, they go? That's the other question. Where should they use the restroom? A lot of places have kind of converted to more of a. a there's a, there's family restrooms in most places. You let me ask you this, because this is the a joke that one of my friends Robert Powell has. Where have they been going to the bathroom before they it became like wait, a, wait a, a, a talking talk in the in the spot that that looks like what they claim to be exactly and we didn't know any better that's, exactly. that's the thing you can't, you, 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 can't, you can't genital check everybody in Ex- the bathroom exactly you should hey hey well look he said he's gonna make you president of that committee i'll make you president of the genital checking uh, no, community no that's what i'm saying is he's going to the genital checking community no no he's gonna be the one like okay drop him no you you never gonna know yeah i don't know if that's a penis or just a really you know oh wow you never know so they can go to any bathroom whatever they look like that's probably the bathroom they're gonna go to that's i mean you're right but like i said i don't have to like it you know and i don't agree i mean like it's just not something that i i agree with at all i mean that's just my opinion so what would you what what would you like them to do then he would like them to not be trans (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like you can't experience. do that. But like what, what like would you like them to do? one of those porta, you know, the little things that they cup onto it and pee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like them to do? Seriously, I, mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I would really, to be honest with you, I mean, like I said, a lot of places have a family restroom where you go in, it's one stall, and you lock the door. 
I so, mean, if you're willing to do that to feed your business, that's fine. Go ahead and do so it. So I have family restaurants all over the country? Restaurants? Uh-huh. I mean, family bathrooms. Have family bathrooms all over the country? So ev- everywhere, fast food, everywhere you go, you have a family bathroom. I don't know. Like I said, I, I really think that the trans thing is uh, I just, it's not, I'm, like I said, I don't want to be, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll go into the bathroom with a dude that says, hey, you know, I'm gay. I'll stand in the stall next to him and use a bathroom. I have a problem, you know. At least, as long as you're not doing this right here, you know, we're all right. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I'll see those eyes creaking over. We're cool, you know. You know, most people most people don't go to the bathroom to check out somebody else's junk. You right. Know what I'm saying, but I just just as far as like what the way I was raised, I'm just not. It's not my not something that I really am cooling down with happening by any means. So I'm saying, what is the solution then? I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. But, I mean, you can't just say, I don't like that, and then y'all well, figure mean, it out. I just don't like it. Y'all figure it out. But I don't well, like it. I tell you what, maybe they should have, maybe they should, like, if you, men in women's restroom, mm-hmm. you should go to the restroom. Here's what I would do, actually. You go to the restroom, which was your biological sex. That's where you go. And if you want to go to a rest, if you want to go somewhere as a family restroom. What's that noise? Oh. <laughs> I think going to the restroom of your biological sex could cause mayhem. Because this is the thing, man. Earlier, y'all were like, oh, when we were growing up, there were no trans people. Bullshit. When you were yeah. growing up, you didn't know there were trans people. I'll put yeah. it this way. There so, weren't so the thing is, the, you didn't know. You know. You don't know. That's I think, the, that's the, I that's the Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> you really big on checking those genitals, bro. That, <laughs> hey, y'all, hey, I got to say, y'all be doing y'all's job, bro. You on your job, bro. Um, but no, nah, like, like you don't you don't know. And I think trying to mandate something, it, it, it comes from, once again, let's talk about what's practical. That's my thing. We had that conversation the other day, right? It sounds nice to be like, well, you know, go where whatever is, is biologically you know whatever you were born with is that that's going to dictate the restroom you go into yeah but then what you're going to end up with is a bunch of sues and sallies and lauren's that you thought were sues and sallies and lauren's are in the men's restroom and then you got to even think yo men men are men are kind of gross too now you got women going to the bathroom with them i'm not worried about the trans people i mean about the men i'm worried about the trans people mm. so then the other thing you got is freds davids and joes that you thought were freds davids and joes that are popping up in the bathroom taking a squat next to your daughter comfortably <laughs> because 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 you think that whatever they were born as is what they should go with i I think whatever they are readily perceived as whatever will cause the least amount of shock and ah for everybody else is where they should go and i will bet that that's what they want too you're probably right mm. you're probably right i mean i mean to be honest if you can't tell if they go in there and sit down and piss you probably don't know the difference but that don't mean i have to like it all right <laughs> remember that easy e song back in the day lay down remember nobody move nobody gets hurt you remember that song dante which one <laughs> you probably don't you youngster uh, yeah which one easy east nobody lay down. move it's no, called lay down no it's not called lay down it's called no it's called nobody move <laughs> you go, go listen to it go look up the old school i mean like not what you consider old school like you know like tupac i mean like really old school rap and, yeah and no tupac like is not old school for me um sugar hill gang yeah, before um, that. Before Sugar Hill? Sugar, well, I, mean, I thought Sugar I Hill know. was like the first I know. You, rap group. I, my rap, chron- rap chronology is, you know, like I'm talking about like NWA. Like before NWA really popped out, Easy e had, you know, a couple of albums on his own. I, yeah, I mean, I thought uh, 
it was easy that came out first and then he nwa was. right yeah he was yeah i wasn't allowed to listen to it. are you and, for real yeah my mom no, i wasn't either but my mom didn't know <laughs> oh, <I> didn't know. <laughs> i was listening to, like spice one i was listening to uh um, girls mc8 no spice one oh, okay. mc8 um i'm a west coast dude so uh-huh. okay um who else i was listening to when my mom didn't know spice one mc8 dj quick um that's like that's like when i first introduction to like rap music back then those are the guys who i listened to mm. so that was like early 90s mm. early 90s really while, yeah. we're, while we're on like the the old school rap kick new rap just want to just want to mention because me we talked about that's all he want to talk about his new rap just want to talk about this new rap just want to mention Lil Uzi Vert finally dropped the Eternal Atake album that has, you know, with label issues and things like that. He's been teasing for, what, two years now? Finally dropped, and it's selling like crazy. And mm-hmm. I li- I've, I've taken a moment to listen to some of his. I think it's some of his best work. So I don't know if y'all listen to Lil Uzi. I know y'all talking about older rap, but for somebody who's, like, alive. I have no idea. Currently and still rapping, Eternal Atake by Lil Uzi Vert just dropped. Y'all should check that out. Hey, you know what? When I was a kid... <laughs> Like the hush hush music, like out in the middle of Arkansas on the back of a through lane, he's dirt roads, a little redneck kid. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was in my Walkman, you know, cassette tapes. I'm sure you've heard of these things, Christian. Oh, yeah. Cassette tapes, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had Guns N' Roses, I had Easy E, Too Short, mm. and Luke Skywalker and the Two Live Crew. Mm. That was like staple. Yeah. I mean, I carried that around with me everywhere, like Hillary Clinton carries hot sauce, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't carry it around? <laughs> no, not hot sauce, but I carried those albums with me. That's that that that's when I think that's when music was like on like cutting edge. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like right now, I feel like majority of music is like samples mm-hmm. or music no, that we've heard. Talented, really. Yeah, music that we heard before. Mm-hmm. Nobody is actually doing with, their own thing. Doing their own thing. It's like all the music. Like what's the name of Tory Lane just came out with a whole album of songs or beats that we've already heard. Mm-hmm. He just remixed the whole album, and that's his album. Did, did Christian tell you what I did at work? No. Everybody was was pissed off because I was playing like '80s music because it's like you know kind of neutral. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, you're playing the same thing on the Bluetooth. Uh-huh. So I put on some Russian folk music, <laughs> some polk. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. Trash. <laughs> of course it was. You complain, that's what you're going to get. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like nobody, like, it's not it's not any, like, new talent. You know what I mean? Like, where they were, like, really something talented. that somebody else can't do. You know what I mean? Somebody else can't make this beat. It's like, all you got to do is I disagree. sample it. Like, who? I disagree. Yo, let, let, let me ask y'all this. How much are y'all really listening to this new rap? Because what I find is people get caught up in the old music they listen to. They barely really start listening to what news comes out, and then they start making these grand statements about new stuff. I'm saying, like, the stuff that I've heard, that I've listened to, from Tory Lanez, he has a whole album of 90s records so that Tor- he's remixed. So Tory Lanez did a 90s remix album, so now the whole generation... No, no, not the whole generation. <laughs> I mean... Meek Mill, he has mm-hmm. he has samples. Kanye West, the biggest sampler. Like mm-hmm. all these, I mean, I don't know who who else 
I don't. I don't really like. Like we talked last time. I don't really know that many new. Well, sam- sampling sampling is a staple part of how hip hop is made in in general. Even even with the older stuff, nowadays. you know what I mean. Well, no, 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 not even nowadays. I mean, when you when you go back, even even, even Luke back Skywalker to the, did it. the Trigger Man beat. When you go back to like a lot of just like classic beats, uh, even even just from like the golden era in New York, you understand hip hop. It's the art of something from nothing. So like the way the way it even came about. Like why do we call it break 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 dancing or break beats? Because they took, you know, 70s grooves, you know, and they would take that little break part in the middle mm-hmm. and run it back as a loop, a sample, and then that would be what they rapped over, what they danced over, whatever, which is why we say break dancer, all this stuff. So to say, like, oh, no, like, why are these guys using samples and not doing anything else new is to completely ignore the essence of what hip-hop is. And and then I would go as far as saying like yo if you're really listening to to hip hop come on man it's, it's it's moving and it's changing and it's always becoming new so either people are complaining about it, it's not being new or they're saying this shit they're doing is not even hip hop anymore you know you can't have it both ways did y'all listen to Roddy number one hip hop album in the country Roddy Rich Roddy Rich did y'all listen to it I haven't no. listened to it yet and then, to be honest with you I mean I'm gonna have to take like a strong effort to go listen to it. <laughs> I, I really had to like plan it, put it on my calendar. I'll, I'll tell you this: is generationally, Dante is a little younger than I am, so he's like talking about old school, like early '90s rap stuff like that. And I'm yeah. a few years younger than I'm a few years older than that. So, like to me, when I look at stuff like mixed lives, like oh yeah, baby got back. No, I'm talking about Swass, you know, Posse's on Broadway, all this old stuff. That was good stuff. But what happens is, is when you as you get older and you grow out of out of you like you grow away from that, okay. But you still remember what you listened to when you were young, mm-hmm. Christian. Someday you're going to listen to music and go, "Man, this stuff sucks." When you get older, you will. You'll be like, "Man, this sucks." Trust me, you will. I think no, no, no. I used I had a moment actually with all the new hip hop coming out. I think it was around the time Migos started, Young Thug, um, like a lot of these artists. Where I just wasn't, I didn't resonate with it. Cause I was always a bars guy. I grew up on like we talked about the other day Eminem. I'm saying Wayne, you know Nelly, guys who were actually rapping. Fifty, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't get it, but somebody somebody told me this one time, and it, and it made everything make sense for me. Like like Glenn, you listen to rock, so so they say, yo, uh, Van Halen, right? If you listen to Van Halen, they were significantly better musicians than Nirvana. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like uh, Kurt Cobain can't play a guitar solo the way Eddie Van Halen can. I wasn't but you don't listen. You don't listen to Kurt Cobain to be like, are you as good of a guitarist as Eddie Van Halen? You listen to him because of the vibes he brings, the energy that he brings, whether or not he's an exceptional guitarist, you like the energy. Van Halen could not have wrote Smells Like Teen Spirit because they would have been too <laughs> focused on how good we can play our guitars and our drums and how good we could look with our hair, right? So you take that same thing, yo, <laughs> like, like, like... That is true. Compar- comparison is the stealer of joy. If every time you listen to a hip-hop artist, you're going, well, do you sound like Biggie? Do you sound like Pac? Do you sound like Jay-Z? Well, th- then you're pigeonholed in the entire genre. Some guys these days, you're not listening to them for bars. You're listening to them for their melodic decisions. You're listening to them for their flow decisions or their MCs. You're listening to them for their ability to get a rise out of you. Like, I can't believe you're willing to say that. Or what well, you gotta you gotta be willing to lift listen in a different way. And and the genre is moving and I'm saying there's there's R&B influences and there's uh, UK influences and island influences and rock influences happening now in hip hop um, I think a lot of, once again a lot of older people can't listen to it because 
they're looking for that guitar solo from Van, Eddie Van Halen, so they can't just enjoy the 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 chorus that that's coming out of Nirvana. Once again, if that makes sense for anybody listening listens to rock, you, you got to let it be what it is, enjoy it for what it is. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I never listened to rock. Like I have, I, I don't know, not one rock and roll song. The only time I listen to Very rock, diverse of you, Dante. Yeah, the, I'm sorry. The only reason, the only way I listen to any kind of rock and roll is if I'm shopping at H and M. That's the only time I listen to rock and roll, or if I hear any kind of rock. I, I just. Well, did you did you did you get the metaphor? I guess I guess the overall thing is this: is this if if every time you listen to a new artist, you're trying to compare them to something that's already been done. Then you're really, you're really ruining it for that. you and for them. No, I get that. You know, yeah, yeah. can 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 could Tupac have written "Bad and Bougie" by Migos? Fuck no! And it was a good song. <laughs> it was a great song. I don't think he would have wrote "Bad and Bougie." <laughs> he wouldn't have wrote "Bad and Bougie," but somebody had to write "Bad and Tupac Bougie." Tupac would have bitch slapped him for that song. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If oh somebody would have brought that brought that to him, like Pac, I went "Bad and Bougie." I, 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 what, man, I, I look at what? I look at the award show sometimes, and I see these artists stand up and these dudes with the braids in their hair, and I'm like, I'm looking at them. They're like, some of them, you know, look a little, look, not very masculine. I'll put it that way. Flamboyant. And they're they're like, and I'm like, what happened? To yeah, rap? yeah. I mean, like for real. Yeah. Like you know, used to it's about being hard. You know, now these dudes are up there like, got a little like braids hanging down their face, and they're, I'm like, no. No, that's not. I think Atlanta yeah. happened to rap, bro. On G, like Atlanta has a huge like LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. so much so that it even influences like the straight community. Like, like the straight dudes would be like, "I like women, but yo, bro, th- those jeans you got kind of fly. Those are kind of fresh. <laughs> like, like you know, you, you, out of Atlanta, you got you got you know that's what the whole the whole fads were like. Yo, I'm gonna go cop a Goyard purse, not for my bitch, for myself. Like that. That's that's <laughs> Atlanta. So, Dante. So that's. <laughs> Did y'all see that video with the basketball players talking about how they'll go to women fashion shows and see something that they like and then they'll go get the designer like panties. I don't know. Like he was like, he'll go to a women fashion show. He'll see something like, "Oh, that's fresh." Hey, my designer, make me uh, make me outfit something something similar to to what they got. Prince did it. Prince is a whole different subject. Yeah. He's he's a whole he's on a whole different hey, atmosphere. That, hey, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, I've already talked to you about it, but Christian, you may not know. Well, you know the whole uh, Parents Music Resource Center, the not uh, parental advisory sticker. Yeah, you know what that was from? Prince. Yeah, it was from the Purple, and it wasn't even really like the, he didn't use any foul language or anything in the song. It was from Darling Nikki on the Purple Rain soundtrack. You know what that song is? Sing it for me real fast. Not with my kid in the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting right over there. I'll put it this way. He uh, discusses a an act that she's doing in a hotel lobby. In a hotel lobby, okay? Bet. And what happened was is Al Gore's wife, Tipper Gore, came in and heard his daughter. Because back then, you didn't have stickers on the album. They didn't tell you if it had bad stuff in it. And all of a sudden, you hear, I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. I saw her in a hotel lobby, and then it describes what she's doing. She's like, what is that you're listening to? She says, it's Prince album. It's Purple Rain. And so she started the Parents Music Resource Center. And they created that label that says, Parental Advisor Explicit Lyrics to Warn Parents 
So basically all you did was make those albums more desirable. Like Luke Campbell said, thank you, Tipper Gore. You just made me $10 million. Yeah, so I, I thought it was Luke. Luke then... Uh, it was Prince. It was Prince. It was Prince. They, 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 it's legend. The, the, uh, the, the back and forth that the Parents Music Resource Center had with Tipper Gore and Luke Campbell was what you heard about the most. But the way it started was with mm. Darling Nikki. I mean, they were they went back and forth. Like I said, even I mean, Luke Campbell even said in one of his albums, "Thank you, Tipper Gore, you just made me ten million more dollars or something like that." In one of the songs, really? Yeah. Shout out sure to Prince, is. man. Shout out to Prince. Hey, yeah, he was my favorite. Yeah, shout out far. to Prince. As you noticed from me playing on the Bluetooth at work. Yeah, my 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 first um, time even seeing Prince was on um, what was the movie? It was it Purple Rain. There was Graffiti Bridge and yeah, the Cherry Moon, too, as well. Was gra- Graffiti Bridge was with Tevin Campbell, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so it was it was Graffiti Bridge. That was the first time me yeah, seeing Prince. And then I liked Tevin Campbell when I was a kid. That sounds so funny for me <laughs> saying now. I liked Tevin Campbell when I was a kid. Gentle, you need to do that general check when it goes in the bathroom. <laughs> I liked Tevin Campbell. <laughs> Tevin Campbell was bad. He was hard for me as a kid. Tevin was the man. I remember. And so ever since ever since when they had um when that little scene in the movie with Tevin Campbell with I think there was like in an alley or something mm-hmm. and he started singing in the alley. I remember. I, I was like, "Yo, Tevin is the man." That's when I was like, "He's hard." And that's when I that's when I started getting into Prince. That's like that's like kind of my daughter, you know, she used to be when she was little, she liked Demi Lovato because of the Frozen song and now she's like, "Yeah, that she's that. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen, she's done with that already. Yeah, so so we won't we won't hold it against you, Don. Thank you, man. I appreciate no I appreciate it. No problem. But I know right now the big conversation online is like bringing R and B back. Mm-hmm. That's like a big conversation online where people are saying R and B is dead and everybody not making R and B songs no more. That's pretty much true. I like. I miss I miss Trey songs. I miss Usher. I miss um, who are there some other like dope R and B artists that like I like Tank. Uh, like I mean, Genuine. I can take them. I could take Tank or leave them. You know what I mean? Uh, who, Tyrese, who, who take them or leave them. Who was it? The the um, the lady that forget who she was, but she was um, had a bunch of albums. Really good. Had the had, I, the, had the had the had the the reality show. Um, the, who? She was on a reality show? Hold on, I'll look it up. It's not K. Michelle, was it? No, but I'm... Tequila Tequila. No, man. See, my face is red. You see my face is red from drinking this tequila for real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss, um... I miss, like, like even... even Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I miss Tony... I, I like, yeah, Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Even Keisha Cole... Uh, who else are some other some other R and B artists that I'm like, man, I wish they had drop an album. Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, she was Alicia. good. She's gone off the rails lately. She's got that whole I'm not wearing makeup thing going on, and it's not a good look. I heard a story about uh, yeah, she's Alicia. still what? Not a good look. Hey, I bro. mean, I'm just if you see Alicia, I heard Alicia Keys got with some makeup? big fat ass ankles. Like she's skinny. Cankles. Yes, I heard cankles on a skinny chair. She got some big ass ankles. I don't know, man. That's weird. <laughs> Hey, if Swiss Beats ever got tired of her not wearing makeup, bro, big, he could send her to Texas. I heard she got some big angles. She's a little bit too old for you, Christian, I think. Nah. Alicia Keys? That. Yeah. Got that. Alicia Keys is, how old are you? 
He's something, yeah, yeah. Um, Leash Keys is probably like 35, 37, something like that. I've right? dated women older than that. Yeah. yeah. Have you? Yeah. There you go. How? What was yeah. the What was the age difference? The oldest woman I've been with. Yeah. She was fifty. I was twenty five. Damn. It was, her, it, was her, it was her birthday. Talk about that. Her, her birthday. birthday. Yeah. Let's get into this. Yeah. 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 Talk about that. It's a birthday present. Yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> I, don't know. I was fifty. At that At that At that time of my life, you know what I'm saying? I was just I was just on. You was trying to get young, your stimulus young, young, package. Yeah, young, young man type stuff. Trying to get a stimulus package. Yeah, but couch. hey, she was, bro, she was cute. She was fine. I'm saying she was she was Black very woman. good looking. She was good looking, period. Black you know woman? what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. She was good they looking, period. You okay. said what? A Black woman. Oh, yeah. You said, yeah. I said, you know, they don't crack. And so it was her, you know what I'm saying? It was her birthday. You know what I'm saying? I was at the same restaurant. We kind of flirted back and forth because I was near her table. And then towards the end or whatever, she, you know, like left me a number. She paid for my food. Whoa. See that's a, that's a sugar big, mama. Yeah, that's there a fifty year old woman she, right so there. She, was being, sugar mama. she made her interest very well known. I knew it was her birthday. I was like, okay, cool, we could celebrate. I, bro, I actually, I actually um, popped up at her crib and some of the bottle and Bet everything like that. So I treated her right for her birthday, and then like her, uh, we had music playing, and we get like a knock on the door. So first off, I'm like, oh, she got a man. She got a whole man. I'm about to die. Here. Uh. I just moved to Texas. <laughs> um, but nah, bro, like, she was like, she was hitting me like, I pay the bills in this house. You don't check me. You need to go to sleep. Blah, 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 blah. Bro, I ended up having this to is, go. Hold I on. Up, I'm talking about, talking about slow down. Slow the fuck down. Right. Okay. So, you're in mm. the house. I'm in her house. you in the house. You hear a knock at the door. At her, not, the, the, not the front door, the bedroom door. Oh, somebody's in the house. In the home. Knocking oh, on the door. Okay, so... And then y'all are in the bedroom, and then she gets up and answers the door and says, you because, ain't tell me. Because the knocking won't stop. Yeah, because the knocking won't stop. She gets up and, like, addresses what's going on at the door. And she's like, you know, blah, 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 blah. You, like, you, don't, here, you don't tell me what you know goes on in my house. I pay these bills, blah, blah, blah. You need to go your ass to sleep. So I'm wondering, like, who this is outside the door. But I catch on but just between, like, you know, how she's talking to him that this must be her son. Mm. Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, okay, you know what? He's kind of he's kind of like talking, yelling back to her, whatever. I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm Mama a man. So I'm like, let, me, let me go handle this. So I literally, like, bro, no shirt on in my boxers. No cap. <laughs> go to the door. No cap. I open up the door hard. I'm saying with some with some with some energy. <laughs> ah, hey, excuse me, man. Like, dude, like six two, looking down. I'm mean, like, hey, bro, look. Your mom's trying in here, trying to have a good time. I'm I'm coming out. I'm hanging out with your mom. She just asked respectfully if you could chill out. Whatever you need to talk to her about, I'm sure that she don't mind talking to you later. But right now, like, what are you doing? You know, can you relax for a second? You gonna have your time to talk to your mom later, bro? I told this dude that, and he must have been like 22. He was just like. Uh, uh, all right, man. All right, man. No, <laughs> hell no. Hey, bro. He, he, literally, he literally could have kicked my ass. No. He was bigger than me, bro. I just had to put hell that, put that. No. I'm saying that 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 dominance on him real fast. He knew what it was, and I'm hey, st- shut down. Yeah, go ahead. Like I, I just had to put that bass in my voice. And I'm saying showing some dominance, and really, he was bigger than me. Uh, and I know he was thinking in his head, like, what the hell? Because, bro, I look a lot younger than I am. <laughs> so at that age, he must have been really been thinking, like, oh, what the heck? You know, Mama but I think, the, I think the shock of it, the shock of seeing, like, me come there and address him, 
was enough to make him just like he was you know throwing Man. he chilled he chilled until I left it'd been funny if that dude would have whipped your ass right there in front of oh. his mama that would have been hilarious hey that would that would have been bro. I, hey honestly one day somebody's gonna kick my ass I really I have not had my ass beat by nobody but Ron and Shalita since 92 those, my, those are my parents in 92 oh. when I was born oh, it's okay. one day I'm, I'm too I don't get in fights anymore I'm so I'm like you know I'm too, too old, old for that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. but I'm the same I've, I've just <laughs> luckily I don't know why bro the do, you still, do you still keep in contact with the lady? You still actually, bro. Actually, so I left my um my speaker over there. I brought a speaker over there, to, like set the mood. I was playing weekend and shit. <laughs> and um, I left. And after, you know this is gonna be on YouTube, right, Christian? It's whatever. Okay, all right. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. It'll be more entertaining. And yeah, you know what's gonna sure, you know what's yeah, gonna sure. end up happening? All the fifty year old shorties gonna be like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, what's up? I got you. You know so true story you know it's a true story but um no nah, anyways man i left my speaker there and she started like sending me like oh babe good time last night like oh mm-hmm. you know, so i want to see you again and, uh, it was just it was just like i could tell that it was for her uh, probably more meaning you know meaningful than it was for me mm-hmm. and uh i was like shit you know I really would like to go get my speaker as an expensive speaker, <laughs> but I'm gonna have to do with her again, man. I lost the whole speaker over this situation. I said, "Fuck that that's speaker." What you, that's what you get. <laughs> what happens, man? That's what you get, dude. <laughs> but I don't condone this, bro. Once again, that was that was at that you know at that particular Broke age. At that particular I bet your son probably threw your speaker outside. Uh, he probably nah, he did. Probably bro. Used those speakers. Yeah, he probably, probably stole them. She probably like, baby, you want <laughs> like, a speaker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want those speakers? Yeah, yeah, you might have got that, but I got your speakers. But all that to say, now let's bring it back. All that to say, if if, if anybody got a problem with Alicia not wearing makeup, I got that. <laughs> I got that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that. She's tie it back in. I've just seen interviews with her, and not just the makeup. She just has some. She just has some crazy stuff. That's all. Oh. Go, go watch her on YouTube. Go look up some of the videos and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love her too. You know, in my speak, younger days. Speaking of that, Prince, that song "Why Don't You Call Me Anymore," mm-hmm. he wrote that for her. Mm-hmm. For who, Alicia Keys? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't you I, call me anymore? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's dope. In my younger days, I, I used to, <laughs> I used to have a fatuation with older women too. I dated two older women. Like I was in like in a whole like I in a whole I had a whole family. At 25 years old, and there's, I think her son was like 17 or something like that. She adopted um, her, her brother and sister, and he was like 16. Her sister was like 13. Like I, I had a whole, like a whole family at 25 years old, something like that. It was like God. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was, and I. I assume the responsibility. Like, yeah, I'm the man of the house. I'm taking, I'm taking charge. Like everybody would like kind of like listen to me like if i had something to say only person who i didn't ever really go to was her her son he me and him was like close in age you know what i mean i think i was i had to be like 27 he was like 21 22 something like that he's the only one that, like i didn't really say nothing to but everybody else i was like hey man y'all didn't take out the trash around here we need to clean up this saturday morning like i was taking charge and then reminds I me of a scene out of don't be a menace to south central I'm <laughs> Shout out to her. I ain't gonna say her name, but shout out to shout out to her. It was crazy, but it was the that's what actually grew me up as a man, though. You know what I mean? Hmm. Having to see the responsibilities or what like what it actually took to be a grown man, like that grew me up. You know what I mean? That and another relationship like actually made me come to like okay, 
this shit ain't all just funny games. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You gotta you, have the responsibility. You have any kids now, Dante? I got three. That's right. Mm -hmm. One on the way. <clears throat> all right. Yep. I got okay. three kids, two right. twins. I mean, not two twins, a pair of twins, right. and uh, my stepson. Okay. Yep, three okay. of them. That's good. good yeah, for you, man. man. So, yeah, shout out to her, though, man. That shit was wild. I remember everybody used to say, everybody had comment about it. Like, I remember this other old lady, man, this was like. Old lady. This was now, living. Now, now, if he gets with an older woman, it's like you got to get her up out of her wheelchair. No, I'm married. Me and my wife is. Me, no, I'm, I'm married. Just saying, so. if, if you ever, if there ever came to that situation, and you're like, like she's old now, you old. Yeah, I know. Now, when yeah. you say somebody's old, you yeah. can talk like getting them up out of their wheelchair. Yeah, kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was this one lady. Um, boy, she used to take so good. She used to take care of me, boy. This is sugar mama. Man, I'm talking about. But the only thing I didn't like about her. Is when she take me around her friends, or she'll be like, "Yeah, girl, yeah, look at you got a young one." I didn't like that shit because I felt like a, I felt like a really a, like a piece of meat. Yeah, bro. at that point, you were, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like, so I didn't like how she the trophy was, boyfriend. Yeah, wow. I didn't like, I, I didn't like that. Dante. How did you handle it? It was my ego, did man. She give you an allowance. Yeah, she did. She gave me two thousand dollars a month. She make you call her daddy. Wow. No, no, no. She gave me two thousand dollars a month. Make you call her daddy. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about transgender math. <laughs> Had a slip up there. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> make you call her daddy. No, she didn't. You try to catch me something with this. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, no. It was. Those were back in the days, man. Those were back in the days. That was my. Instead of taking advantage of the government, that was my my stimulus package. You know what yeah, I mean? You no didn't, no pun intended, right? Yeah, it's my stillest package. <laughs> but yeah, that was, those were the days, uh, man. Those were the days back in the early 2000s. Package. Yeah, it's my stillest package. So you don't need reparations. You got your sugar mama. No, I'm married now. So now I'm I'm, I'm the person who's, oh, you know okay, what I mean, gotcha. taking care of stuff now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't for those old women or those those women at those time at that time, who know where I will be, man? I'll probably be out in the street wilding, doing crazy stuff. No, you wouldn't. You're smarter than that. Well, I don't know. I mean, you. you hey, man. Pop. Listen, I had to. I had to grow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, bro. Glenn is so good at like calmly throwing shit. Yeah, yeah. He, you know he is. He is. I'm glad you caught that. Like, remember earlier when I was trying to set Glenn up, I had a whole reaction. Like, I'm looking at him. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, like, you know it's coming. I'm about to mm -hmm. Kamehameha. You're right. Glenn just, just slipping in like. Yeah. So you know that. Yo, man, I appreciate y'all for coming through, man. This has been <clears throat> fun, man. Um, Glenn, do you do social media? No. Are you on social media? No. Okay, no. so you don't have other, other than Facebook, and I don't want people going there. Okay, good. All right, cool. <laughs> Follow at no social media, Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> no social media. You can at me. Oh, okay. I'm gonna make a Twitter shit Glenn says and mm -hmm. just start tweeting things I hear him say. Y'all can follow that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, give me like cool. a couple of days to make it. Oh, okay. You could do that. I mean, you sit like right down the. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm something I said the other day. You turned around and started laughing. I don't remember. I what stayed, it was. bro. Like I, I, I st you wild. <laughs> wild. You, I'll you, <laughs> you chase and, and Toby like wild. Toby something else. I asked Toby. I said, Hey man, why'd you beat up Jesse Smollett for real? <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? Like, what like, are you talking about? You know, he's like, and I told him he didn't know. Nobody like, else is gonna get that though. Yeah, no, you, nobody don't know Toby. No, nobody else is gonna get. They're gonna be like, what? They're gonna be like, what? He was like, but no, but Toby's like, no, don't compare me to them. Those guys are trash. Toby, Toby's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. 
Yo, man, I appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Appreciate y'all for tapping in with me, man. I, I really do. This is like, this is the matrix of pa- a podcast. You know what I mean? When you tap in, you never know what you're gonna get. Mm. Yeah, I know we were supposed to talk about yeah, politics, we were, and we talked about rap and yeah. transgender bathrooms. You never know what you're gonna get, man. So I appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Thank y'all for um, clicking on the video. Make sure y'all like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, yeah, and just every Tuesday, this is where we at. This is the Tap In Podcast. Out. <laughs>